The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. March 14, 2020, live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. You can't smoke the box. Today, we pull away the packaging and talk bundles of cigars. Cigars that don't come in boxes, but in cost-saving bundles. Are they cheap cigars and cheap packaging, or are they a better deal? We're going to dig in deep today. Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you are listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 10th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, the Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Welcome back. Ed Sullivan, who took the week away and went. I have returned. You have returned, and you're healthy. Everything's so far, good. So good. You traveled. I traveled. Because you I'm, are in the uh, dangerous age bracket. He is not in danger. I'm not there yet. He's not there. He just looks it. You <laughs> both do. I know. Yeah. We're tired. Yeah. <laughs> and cranky. <laughs> so you're both to- tired and you both spend a lot of time with Jonathan. Is there a correlation? Or there not? we go. There we go. So you went to a podcast convention. Have you learned anything? I learned there's a lot of strange people who podcast. Yeah. And, and we're I, three of them. Four well, of them. Four of them. <laughs> we're not that strange based on the stories that he's saying. <laughs> I met some very nice people who are into the paranormal. Yeah. Yeah, I went to his podcast on that. Is that the guy that podcasts on magic mushrooms? Um, not no, not the content is about magic mushrooms. He He's was physically on them. Well, see, here's what happened. I thought I'm going to go have a cigar and relax, get away from all of this freak show. Social for- distancing, it's called. Yeah, I'm the king of that. Yeah, you've been on that for years. Years, and so I went to sit by the fire pit. Lit up a nice cigar, and a woman came over and sat down and said, "Are you here for the meetup?" I said, I don't believe so. What kind of meetup? She said, paranormal. I said, I'm definitely not here for that one. After a while, we had about eight people gathered around talking about the gray man and Area 51, microdosing psilocybin. We covered everything. And you sat through it. I sat through and it. And they had a, not a problem with you smoking a cigar during it? They didn't know he was smoking a cigar because they were seeing all these pink <laughs> elephants floating around, which was his smoke. <laughs> it was interesting. Our friend uh, Ed Chancio yeah. also joined. He was in on it. Well, he wasn't part of the paranormal. He just came to smoke a cigar. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah, you and, had your little smoking buddies all get together? Yeah, I met somebody with a stranger diet than Mr. Jonathan. Yeah. My he, diet's not even strange. He eats meat exclusively. He not sat enough. down and Jonathan's said- Jonathan's a fan of the meat. <laughs> he said to me, how many legs of lamb do you eat every year? I said, huh, probably less than one. He said, I eat one every week. I had a leg of lamb for breakfast. An entire leg. 
I don't know if he polished off the whole thing for his breakfast. That is a voracious appetite right there. Jonathan, what I learned very quickly is you don't ask follow-up questions. Because you're trying to (laughs) distance yourself socially. So I learned a lot, but nothing of any use. All right. And that's what we're going to do today here on the Cigar Authority. We're going to give you a bunch of useless information. Uh, do we talk about the coronavirus at all, or do we just let that go? Are we smoking coronavirus? I plan on touching on it slightly during <laughs> the lighter segment. Yeah? Yeah. All right. We'll see where that goes. But I think everybody's heard enough of this. And um, I wonder what everybody's going to do with this no sports thing. Is podcasting going to be a big thing? More people smoking cigars will be less people smoking cigars. But whatever. We Something to talk about later but let's get to the cigar we're going to talk about bundle cigars we carry a handful of them here at two guys smoke shop of different brands out there one of the bigger selling ones but more expensive is the first cigar we're going to smoke what is it barry well today's first cigar is the perdomo fresco and it's manufactured in nicaragua by perdomo cigars the size that we're lighting up is the 6x50 toro and it features an ecuador connecticut wrapper over nicaraguan binder and fillers it is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and a single cigar is $4.39, while bundle 25 is $88.99, making it just $3.56 per cigar. It's a savings of almost $21, or 19% off the bundle price on TwoGuysCigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. Smell the wrapper, and tell me if it doesn't bring you... To Back. the bourbon barrel aging yeah, room. Absolutely. And then you smell the foot, completely different aroma, and that brings me to the sorting room at the Perdomo facility. Very interesting cigar. And I said this is more a more expensive bundle of cigar, and that's for a couple of reasons. There's 25 in a bundle. And you'll find that almost the majority of bundle cigars are in 20s. And I'll get into that uh, later on, but... This bundle costs more because it's 25 to a bundle. But when you look at it and break it down per stick, you're looking at $3.56 for a long-filled premium cigar. Long-filled, and I'm going to take it apart and show you about that, but very interesting cigar. $3.56, something we sell by the bundles. Yep. Uh, actually, in the stores, not singles, but online, we do have singles. Online singles are available. Yeah. Um, $4 for a single. Buy the bundle, $3.56. Let's dig in right now. It's time to cut our cigar. And coincidentally, officially brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. And I got to say, Christian brought up that little... Cutting click again. Yeah, yeah. He he loves that. Yeah, and it's his competitor, but you can't help but hear (laughs) it, right? It's in there. Nick said to me before, should I change up my ad? And I said, you can, but everybody wants your spot. (laughs) A little sweetness on the cold draw, like a sponge cake. Tastes like Perdomo. Not just a sponge cake. When you go to take the sponge cake out, and you probably know better than the rest of these jamokes, you take the sponge cake out of the pan, and there's that part... That got stuck to the pan a little the bit. A little it's, brownish. Yeah, part. a little crunch to it. Scrape that off and eat it. Oh, oh you, of you don't throw it you away. Don't waste. That's, that's the best part. That's the best part of the cake. I agree. 
Could they can somebody package that and sell that stuff? You waste an awful lot of sponge cake making it, man. Yeah, it'd be like selling just muffin tops. Yeah, right? even less, right? What do you the, do with you the? Don't get what do you lot. do with the stumps? <laughs> could you force it to? Yeah, you ever see the brownies that people want the corner brownies and they got trays that that only have corners? It's all corners. <laughs> they actually made it. Pretty cool. So uh, before I get into the lighter segment here, we got an email with okay. someone who. Uh, Kind of shitting on me a little bit. Shitting on the lighter segment. Okay. Not the segment. Me right. personally. All right. Uh, and this gentleman's name is, I believe it's pronounced Hamish. That's what I'm going with. I've been listening to the show for about a year and I can't take it anymore. Can't take it. I have to correct this fault. Jonathan, stop calling lighters that the lid pops open when you push the button. Single action. If you push the button and the lid pops open and the lighter ignites, that is a double action. You ah, have if you to think manually, about that. Yeah. Yeah, if you think about it. I know what you're trying to say. You even explained to, when you do it, you say single action. You pop the top and the thing opens up. You only have to do one thing singly, right? But this, I get you. This right. guy's a half empty sort of guy versus half full. I get you. I, you have bitched I, just this week about less important things <laughs> than this guy's <laughs> bitching about. So just hold your horses over there, Barons. If you have to manually open the lid and then press the button to ignite, that would be a single-action lighter. It's just like revolvers. Your classic cowboy-style revolver is an example of single-action because the hammer must be manually cocked, and the trigger does only one action, which is releasing the hammer. In a double-action revolver, the trigger does both cock and release the hammer. Therefore, you're backwards. Please correct yourself, and I'll do that right now, Hamish. Isn't that interesting? So this is a... This would be a double-action lighter because when you press the button... The lid pops open. No, you're wrong. The, no, I am correct. No, there's no lid. Just read the friggin' email. There's again. no lid. There is a lid. No, there isn't. No, there's no slide top. It's an open flame. Say you. Say you. Say you're sorry. Say you're sorry. No, I'm not it's sorry. Say you were wrong. I'm not sorry, and I'm not wrong. You are wrong. I think it might still be double action. It's a single action. This is a hybrid action. No, it is this not. This one's hybrid. It's a single action. This is a hybrid well, action lighter right here. What, what does the top look like? It's completely open? Yeah, yeah it open. is completely open. Oh, all right. <laughs> Every other lighter like this has a little <laughs> lid. This one doesn't. I don't I don't know what. It's a hybrid. I've seen the ones where they have like a retractable Correct. door. Correct. Yeah, not the there. case here. I thought, I thought this was nothing. Was not the case. So he is wrong. Again. Eh. I'm wrong. You're right. This is the Landshark <laughs> Driftwood. I'm smart, out. you're dumb. I'm big, you're little. I'm right, you're if wrong. I get one more friggin' interruption during this commercial. This isn't a commercial. <laughs> Don't let people this is know this is a commercial. This Shark is just us talking about the lighter. Driftwood. Hybrid action lighter, meaning Hybrid. there's no lid to retract. You just press the side, it comes alive. It's a single jet fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. You have an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, and this is the lighter that's going to help you stem off coronavirus because it's going to help you light your cigar quickly and accurately. And to remind you of that, they have a little Corona bottle right on the front because they've partnered with Margaritaville. So it's cool. Light so Landshark Driftwood. How do you know that's a Corona bottle? It looks more like a Mick Ultra bottle. Nah, it's no, Corona. it's Corona. It's five o'clock somewhere is what it says right in the back of it. Cool lighter. All right. Bundles. Bundles of cigars. Originally first appeared in 1960, where they were marketed as value cigars. At that time, they were value cigars, as most bundles were actually manufacturer's seconds. And they were the same blend as the regular brand. 
but in final inspection showed a small blemish on the wrapper. Also, those within the bundle were not color sorted and did not match in color. So to get all these ones that had blemishes, put them together, put them in bundles, actually not put bands on them, as the brand it was, and put, and put them out there. We're talking 1960 now. Bundles are extremely popular in today's marketplace. How's this? It is upwards of 50% of all premium cigars on the marketplace. That makes sense. Imagine that. Today, they are not seconds, but actually created on purpose. Bundle cigars saved the factory big money for a few reasons. Color sorting process and final inspection is not needed or done. The price, and, and I'm saying this for the majority. When it comes to the Perdomo we're smoking here, we know the process that goes through. You smell the barrel age. Yeah, that does everything. So, so I don't know exactly what ends up happening when it comes to what everybody does, but I'm saying for the majority. Color sorting process and final inspection is not needed or done. The price of the box is taken away, including the cost of printing the labels and the shipping and taxes on the cost of the box that would be shipped along with it. Cigars are taxed federally and statewide by the wholesale and retail cost or the retail value, the overall cost, which includes the pricing of the packaging. So in other words, when taxing happens to you on your cigar, you're actually taxed on the box also. And we saw this, that some manufacturers, when the S-chip thing happened, tried backing off the price of the packaging and stuff. That did not fly at all. Oh, it's $100 for the, the humidor box that it comes in and $50 for the cigars. It didn't, it didn't fly. You are paying for the packaging on the taxation of it also. So with a $10 cost on the average price of a box, which includes the label printing and the shipping that happens to it, added that to the cost of the cigar itself, you can add at least 50 cents to the manufacturer's factory cost. Now add the S-chip based on the factory cost, 42 cents. Now add the cost to the retailer that takes the, the net cost to them, and then they mark it up accordingly. Those costs are cost, cost of goods sold. And you have between $1 and $2 extra cost because of the box itself. Per cigar? Yes. So this would be a $5.50 cigar. If it now was add a tube to that. When things come into tubes, you're adding another dollar or so when yep. it comes to a tube. So you see that, that the cost ended up escalating as it goes through, not just on the cost of the product in the mock-up of the product, but the tax that happens along with it because it's taxed on it also. The boxes are beautiful, but you can't smoke the box. So this cigar, we're smoking the Perdomo Fresco in a bundle of 25, bringing the cigar down to his lowest of all cigars, $3.56 mm. per cigar. This is, to me, an amazing value. And I'm telling you, we don't sell them by the, single. Uh, by the single in our store. We sell them by the whole bundle. So I don't smoke it often. But I did smoke it yesterday getting ready for the show and smoking it again today. This is as well as a premium cigar as any premium cigar. I'm saying how it's burning, the, the, the speed that it's burning. The combustion line is, yeah. pretty, is pretty thin. Age tobacco. I don't know exactly what he chooses to end up doing this. Um, they have this in Maduro, sun-grown Connecticut, which is with smoking the Connecticut. Correct. Uh, 
wonderful cigar. I would say it's an unbelievable value at that kind of price. Yeah. Is it going to be that way all the way through as we go through it? We're going to see as we continue to go. So the next thing I want to talk to about is save the trees. Wood. Very, very expensive proposition, and it depends what country you're talking about. Honduras in particular, very, very tough for the Honduran brands to end up getting wood. Uh, part of the thing, and I don't know if, if it means anything to the consumer, but you buy a bundle, you're kind of going green at that point. You're not wasting the wood. Is that a thing? Especially in the case of Perdomo, because he uses legitimate wood-based cellophane, so it's biodegradable as well. It's yeah. not plastic. Yep. <clears throat> um, the, the cellophane stays around for a long period of time, so there's a negative thing to it. Uh, but a, as you say, that the bundle, um, the, the cellophane he uses on the cellophane on the cigar, not so on the cellophane that wraps around the bundle itself. Um, but there is paper-wrapped options that exist, uh, or used to, that I know of. Uh, if you remember Roly by Puros mm-hmm. Indios. That was a paper-wrapped bundle. During the cigar boom, Gloria Cubana, they had oh, a yeah. problem with wood in trying to get the boxes. Uh, U.S. company at the time was yeah. making the cigars in there that they would have their cigars they come in paper bundles. a little blue pill for that. You don't have to have a problem <laughs> with wood anymore. No. Yeah. If you ordered from the factory, yeah, they were all in the white paper bundles. It'd stick a label yep. on the front. Yeah, so you remember that. Um, there were foil-wrapped bundles. If you remember Hoya de Oro, 101, 103s, they were mm. foil-wrapped, and there was also more in Baudet. I was going to say, yeah. and that was not an inexpensive cigar. That was an expensive cigar, premium cigar, but they didn't have to deal with the uh, wood product, which is probably, if I remember her correctly, uh, what she was trying to accomplish there. Uh, but it was interesting because it stayed fresh in that foil. <laughs> yeah. We're talking aluminum foil. Yeah, that's how the bundles with, were formed with the sticker on the head yeah. of the cigar. <laughs> mm. Yeah, everything. Don't was pull with the them. sticker off, though. Just cut it. Yep. At the beginning, you know, the sticker was where the band was. They put the <laughs> oh, sticker yeah, there. I remember that? And then people would try to take it off. Yep. And then it would leave the hole in it, and then they started putting it on, right. the, on the cap. Yeah, there was a red sticker and a gold sticker. Yeah, I they which put a sticker which. on the the tobacco. I. They were different. Does that still exist? Mora Baudet. M-O-O-R-E and B-O-D-E? B-O-D-E. Mora Baudet. Barry's looking that up. This is just about as fascinating as Dave's coin story right now. Two of you reminiscing about cigars that don't exist. So other things that would have um, paper wrapping and stuff, segundos. If you remember, segundos meant seconds. And we talked about that, that that's the way it was with uh, in the early days of it. Um, they would do that also. Um, some bundles didn't even cellophane the cigar. Hmm. So they would be bundled and no cellophane, paper wrapped, no cellophane. Um, and um, one bundle we have in particular does something different. They don't use cellophane. They actually use tobacco leaf wrapped around the cigar to protect the cigar instead of cellophane, and that's leaf by Oscar. Yeah. yeah. And more, more in Baudet still exists. Still exists. Yeah. They were talking about making cigars in India, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, there was also a bundle, and I believe it was um, Fonseca, their Roller's Choice that would wrap 
a leaf around the bundle. Mm. Uh, and there was also another one that would use the palm leaves wrapped around the bundle. Hmm. And that's how the bundle was formed. And if Mikey's listening, he'll remember the name of it. Uh, he's downstairs. He'll remember the name of the brand. And I, I, I can't remember what it was called. But um, you know what else was That's huge? how they do it in tobacco. Huge back in the day uh, as a, a premium bundle was La Unica. Yes. I mean, oh, you yeah. couldn't even keep those in stock. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, very interesting, the Perdomo fresco. Um, you know, you, you see all the Perdomo brands that are out there and the beautiful packaging and everything, and here is something that's not beautifully packaged at all, but a beautiful cigar in cheap packaging, but bringing this price down dramatically at that point. You know, at a... $90 price tag for a bundle of cigars, it seemed like an expensive cigar, but we sell an awful lot of these yeah, cigars. we certainly do. Um, and we don't have all that many bundles that we carry. One of the bundles we carry is called Plus 90, and this is wheels of 50 that the cigars come in. Talk about a savings, because it's, it's all wheeled together in a whole wheel of 50. No cellophane on the cigar either. It's, it's taking all the savings out of it. And this cigar uh, nets down to, I believe, $4.19 a piece when you buy by the wheel. By the wheel. Um, we have a bundle called Big Boys. And Big Boys are big ring gauge cigars. They come in bundles of seven. And um, where big ring gauge cigars are so expensive, uh, again, packaging is a big thing too. Um, it brings the price way down when it comes to that. Real low price product with mixed filler. Everything I've said, by the way, so far is a long fill premium cigar. Now you get into some things like Boomtown and Boomtown Sweets with a little sweet tip on the end of it. You're talking a short filler cigar right. that's in there. And you can look at the price and see, you know, when, when you get down to $20 a bundle or something, dollar cigars, and you're looking at, at $0.40 cents for, for the S-chip coming in, you can see where that comes to. Um, in the next hour, we'll spoke Classic, which is an interesting cigar, because that is the Cuban sandwich of cigars. It's a little mixture of both. Dominican Bundles is another one that we carry, another one much like Boomtown, uh, very, very low-end. Dos Ombre we had on the show a few weeks ago. Dos Ombre, uh, we sell hundreds of thousands of those long-filled premium cigars at low prices. If 50% of everybody smoking premium cigars are smoking by the bundle, we're talking lots of cigars that yeah. these things sell. El Tallo, that's a totally different cigar. It's in a bundle of five. Would you count that? Is a bundle. It's not cello wrapped, and it's in a paper bundle of five. It's it's a bundle because it's not in a box. Yeah. I mean, it's paper wrapped. Yeah. You know, like uh, Tatuaje had the pork chop series, which was in butcher paper. You would refer to that as a bundle. So right. you would refer to El Tayo as a bundle as yeah. well. Steve Saka's Umbagog. That also, that's right. a long-filled premium Absolutely. cigar in a uh, bundle. We do the great pretenders, which pretend to be other cigars. They're knockoffs of other people's brands. And uh, those come in five-pack bundles. Yep. Um, Leaf by Oscar that I mentioned, another one we carry. Uh, My Uzi weighs a ton, or they don't call it that anyway. Moose, Muwat. 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 Um, it's 10-pack, right? I believe so. Paper wrap. Yes. 10-pack. Um, those are the ones that we carry that are here. Now, I, I've just said those to both of you. 
a guy that works mail order, a guy that works mm-hmm. in a store, we sell a ton of these things, right? Yeah. Tonnage. Uh, if you added it all up, it's it, it may be more than 50% in the store. So all you premium guys and geeks and stuff and say, no, fancy cigars is what I want or whatever, people are buying these things, lots of them. And if you're smoking this, is this care package? Yes, it is. It is. Uh, what is wrong with the cigar? We're smoking Perdomo Fresco. Nothing. Do you think people that smoke bundle cigars smoke more often because of the price? Because, like, from the mail order side, I notice people they'll order three bundles. They're trying week, to get oh, to the one fifty uh, to right for a week. They do it every week. So wow. Are they going through three bundles they're, a week? They're, big, they're, they're higher volume smokers, right? I think so. The people that are buying out of ain't buying three boxes a week, right? They right. Ain't, ain't one of them. They're not smoking those. Yeah. Consistently or constantly, for three dollars, man, right? You got a buddy comes yeah, over. I yeah, smoke grab six a cigar. or seven a day. I'll, I'll smoke at least two, one or two bundle cigars just to offset the cost. Yeah, and I don't feel like I'm giving up anything if it's the right bundle. Yeah, no, I don't like get into. I don't like to mix flavors when it comes to my Necco wafers. So what I do is I unroll <laughs> the whole rack and I separate all the colors, kind of OCD like. But I love the black ones. They're a little, so do I. A little licorice favorite of, favorite of all. You got. I'm picking up the the powder from it. I'm picking up a little bit of the licorice. And that Necco wafer product has a little little bite to it, almost like a cinnamon kind of taste in there. So cinnamon, black licorice, and Necco wafer powder. I don't get it at all. I love Necco wafers, but <laughs> I don't have it at all. There's, there's some pepper notes to this. Yep, I get and the pepper. It is a lot more full-bodied. Than you would think a bundled cigar would be. I understand, especially with the lighter wrapper. So one thought was, would somebody be using lower priming tobaccos, which is going to cost less and be less in strength and body to it? And the and the fact of the matter on this cigar, and, and Nick Perdomo, you can correct me if I'm wrong, it doesn't seem like this is lower priming. There's plenty of aromatic, which would be middle priming that's yep. happening here. And there's some juice to the cigar. It's not a mild cigar. It's a five or six all day long. I'd give you a three or a four. Yeah, I'm like four. The answer is four. Yeah. Of course you're saying four because I say five. <laughs> Don't be touching my bell. <laughs> we, we've been through this before. There's, Don't also be touching, a, there's also a little bit of peanuts on this cigar as well. I'm with peanuts. You know, fresh More roasted with peanuts. peanuts with the skin with, still on it. Yeah. Ed Sullivan and I do not understand what you're talking about there. It's black necker wafers. No, it is not. It's All day, every day. Peanut with black pepper on it. You ever have the spicy peanuts? I like Here a spicy peanut. Spicy peanuts. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to go to break. When we come back... Uh, Let's dissect the Perdomo Fresco. I'm actually going to take it apart, pick it apart, and see what exactly is inside the cigar. We're going to talk about the early days of bundle cigars and the myths that keep getting told about them. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. 
live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper, considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez, full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper, rich in bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice, and available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum, competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, the Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium Diamond Crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co., or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced as a vertically integrated family-owned company. 
personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. Hello, this is Huster Roar from Jerry Tobacco. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. That is Husto Aroa. Happy birthday, Husto Aroa. Today is his birthday. Oh, happy many, birthday, Many, many more. Yeah. We're back, and we're smoking the Perdomo Fresco. We're talking about bundle cigars today. Uh, I'm enjoying the Perdomo Fresco, a $3 and change cigar. It's unbelievable. It's a long-filled premium cigar in a bundle form. How do they do it? We're going to dig into that right now. Uh, as we uh, talk more about bundle cigars, I'm going to go back in time now to the early days when I got in the business in the 80s, and uh, as I remember bundle cigars then and how they evolved over time, um, Swisher was big into bundle premium cigars. Um, one of their bundles was called La Prima Dora. That means My Cousin Dora. <laughs> and um, big, big brand. And this is when the days of the drugstore would carry cigars. Right. And you'd walk down the aisle of a drugstore, uh, even a drugstore chain, and you'd see bundles and bundles of La Prima Dora. Um, big brand, uh, even something that we carried in our cigar store because it was such a big brand that um, when we, when, you know, the, when premium cigars during the cigar boom ends up happening, you kind of get away from the, you got more into premium and away from some of those things, and those became drugstore cigars. But, boy, that was a monster at its time. Another big one, General Cigar, had a brand called Old Fashions. And Old Fashions were seconds of Macanudo and Partagas. And if you wanted to know which one you got, you matched it up with the size of one of the Macanudos that coincided exactly with the bundle of no kidding. Um, old fashions. And you could figure out exactly what it is because they were just numbered old fashioned number 74, 75, different numbers and things like that. Which one do you want? And you could figure it out. And yes, when you looked at them, you saw the wrappers were blemished and discolored and things like that. But other than that. So before, this sounds like it's before real color sorting and before. Color sorting was happening in the boxes, but not 
on not the, in the bundles. Yeah, and as they were doing their final selection, they'd look at all these ones that kind of banged up and stuff, and they say nope. But they when they're are, when they're sorting aside. the wrapper because you're not going to put a seven inch leaf for a five inch cigar, so you're going to sort you're going to sort those wrappers. Why wouldn't you just say this one has a blemish? Put it over there. Sometimes you don't know it until the cigar's on there and it's pulled tight. Oh, okay. And, and it doesn't show up. Um, Davidoff had a brand called Private Stock, and people would always say these are Davidoff seconds, but those. they weren't. They never matched up in size, and they weren't. Weren't, weren't those in cheap little wooden boxes? Eventually, they moved. Them. Eventually, eventually, yeah. 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 So at the beginning, they started off in bundles, and everybody always said that these are Davidoff seconds. They were never Davidoff seconds. They never matched up. They were made for that. But we're talking long-filled cigars, but they were certainly not uh, not Davidoff, nor were they Griffins or Avos or anything like no, that because they, the sizes did not match. They were a good cigar for the price, yeah. though. Yeah. They were actually made to be a bundle cigar. And they would never correct you or anything like that. Nothing was ever said. No, no press release ever came out and said, don't do it. But it would be a different – a Davidoff customer would never smoke a private stock. Right. It was a different customer altogether. And I wonder, is a regular Perdomo smoker, is he going to smoke Perdomo Fresco or say, no, those are the cheaper ones? Well, the guy that smokes a lot of cigars, I just – I know a handful of customers off, off the top of my head. They get the bundle of Fresco, and then they'll grab a four-pack of Perdomo, so they get ah. a, something a little nicer, and then this is their everyday smoke. I hate to say it. There's nothing wrong with this. This is Why do you hate to say that? Well, because you're saying nicer. Is it nicer? Is it? What's wrong with this? No, I'm not it saying there's anything up wrong with this. No, it does. It's, it, but it, you compare this to Perdomo 20th, for example, uh, a lot more flavor yeah, yeah, going yeah. on. Right, the, the, different the fresco, lot more complexity. Yeah, the fresco lacks the complexity of say a, a higher end. Perdomo. It's good, but I wouldn't say it's great. Perdomo twentieth, I would say, would belong. Law twenty three. This is every bit as good as as law twenty three. <sighs> law twenty three's got a little more oomph. Really? Yeah. I have to side by side these. I actually like this better than the lot twenty three. As do I. This is a great cigar. I like a lot twenty three every once in a while. And that's fine. Yeah. It's okay. Is that no, okay? Nobody's taking him away. All right. Villazon. Villazon was the company before General Cigar bought them. These were the people that made Punch and Hood de Monterey. It was a separate company, and then General Cigar buys that company. But Villazon had a brand called Horo de Oro, uh, and that was a Honduran, and these were seconds of the Punch and the Hoya de Monterey. Uh, which, by the way, happened to be the same exact cigar, Punch and Hoya de Monterey with the same exact cigar, and Hoyo de Oro was the same exact cigar. So it was three different brands called three different things, packaged differently and named something differently, and all three were the same. What was the better value was the Hoya de Oro, but the wrappers did not look as good. They weren't color sorted. These were the things that I'm going back. Um, they had a brand also, Hoya de Mexicali, which was believed to be Tiamo Seconds, but they weren't. They were a different factory. And later on, because everybody was buying the Hoya de Mexicalis, Tiamo later comes out with a brand called Tiamo Segundos because they were losing sales to, Ho to Hoya de Mexicali because people believed that was the Seconds. And the Tiamo Segundos were the seconds of Tiamos, which you say Tiamo, who was smoking them? 
fifty percent of everybody. Yeah, that was huge. Was big, big. Um, Roller's Choice I mentioned with the with the leaf wrapped around it. That was SAG Fonseca. Um, that was not their seconds. That was a cigar made for that particular thing. Uh, J.C. Newman La Unica that Barry brought up. I believe that that is Ashton's. Oh, really? That they would be Ashton seconds, possibly, out of the Toro Fuente factory. Um, nobody's saying it besides me. I've said it to their faces and got no response, so it was not, not no a, denial. No denial. Um, right. They weren't positioning those as seconds, though. Right? No, they were they not. They were supposed to be better than the other and bundles. I'll tell you, when that came out, I remember when they came out, that became overnight the biggest bundle cigar brand mm-hmm. in the world. We couldn't keep those things in stock. Late, unbanded, unbanded cigars in a bundle. They later put a band on it. It slowed down the sales. They later put it in a box. It slowed it down even more. Isn't it interesting that in some respects, you put a band in beautiful packaging and you improve the brand. Could be the same exact brand. Sure. It improves. And in some respects, for the value customer, it actually... Detracts away from it because maybe they're saying, I'm not paying for the band. I'm not paying for blocks. I don't have the mentality of the the real cost savings guy. It's not me. But I wonder if that's part of what happens, that you you package it up even better. Uh, Along with that was price increases and things too uh, because obviously it, it flushed through as I tell you that. But it's interesting. Today we see um, seconds from... Rocky Patel, Perdomo. Um, the fact of the matter is, they don't have seconds. They we, don't. We know. We saw. Uh, I saw the uh, cigar get rejected from the draw testing machine. They went and flagged down the roller that made it. He sat down with his boss. They took the, the cigar, cigar apart, apart. <laughs> and said, "Okay, here's where your issue is. Absolutely, these raw materials can be salvaged. The wrapper and the binder cannot. They threw those away. Take these raw materials and go make another cigar." Yeah. So there are no seconds, and I know for a fact I saw it firsthand. Um, and honestly, I don't think it's true with anything anymore. These cigars are made on purpose now. And even because they the, call them seconds. Because, like I said, one of the things that has improved in the cigar business is while they're size sorting the wrappers, they're looking for the defects, and the defective wrappers get put off to the side and get sold in bulk as blemished product. And guys like, let's say, Jose Dominguez, who works the wrapper, yeah. will buy those. Yeah. If the roll has made that many mistakes, that there are <laughs> brands of seconds. <laughs> They would be looking for other work. Yeah. Um, different products for a different audience is what is created at this point. So uh, when these things come out there, it's for a different audience of, and maybe it's lower primings, maybe it's different tobacco, um, you know, something that says Rocky Patel on it um, is the seconds of the vintage. It's not the case. You smoke the cigar and you realize it doesn't taste like it. It doesn't anything. It becomes marketing at that point and usually from the person that's buying it, not from the manufacturer because they're not promoting their seconds at all. None of this stuff is happening. Um, If there was a blemish, they would remove the wrapper and 
put a new wrapper on it if that was the case. They have the whole base of the cigar complete and it's perfect. We got a problem with the wrapper. You want to make it a premium, you take the wrapper off and you put the new wrapper on. And I know for a fact that happens when it comes to Atabay. They make it Atabay and then that final wrapper goes on it and they see a blemish that's on it and then the wrapper is removed and a new wrapper is applied. And that's part of the cost that that ends up happening in there. Another uh, bundle thing, uh, they came in boxes of 50, 25s, um, and bundles of 20. Uh, Even less cost to buy um, if you're buying in bigger bulk of what it is. Uh, Most now come in 20s, then and now. And it's a value for somebody to buy a whole bundle where boxes come in 50s and 25s. You're buying a bundle of 20, so your net-net cost becomes less. Give me the whole bundle. Right. Right? In some of the things like this, we sell by the whole bundle. You're buying a $3 cigar, just buy the whole bundle at 80 bucks or whatever it is. Bless you. Excuse me. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. (laughs) All right. uh, Let's find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's time for What's What's Up up? in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse Cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse Cigar today. And as COVID-19 spreads around the globe, the Tobacconist Association of America announced they are postponing the annual meeting and convention which was set to take place in about 10 days. This is affecting now the cigar industry, and now I'm interested. Uh, No new date for the TAA has been set as far as TAA special edition cigars. They're looking at September, October. Okay. Yeah. Uh, As for the TAA special edition cigars, the organization is discussing a plan to set up a virtual meeting for its members. It's expected a plan could be announced within a couple of weeks. Also, due to COVID-19, the appeals court has delayed the FDA cigar industry lawsuit. The hearing, which was due to take place on Wednesday, March 18th, has been marked as canceled. And uh, there's no word if it will be heard before the May 12th deadline. Wow. That's a problem. That is a big problem. That I, I don't like that they marked it canceled, not postponed, oh, canceled. So they said that... It, uh, so March 12th panel, is March 12th right now. A panel might... Discuss it or come up with a ruling, but there won't be arguments. Um, Jose Blanco is back in the industry after working for La Aurora and EP Carrillo. Big surprise. He now signs up with Atoro Fuente as director of sales for the Eastern Hemisphere. His territory includes Western Europe and Eastern Asia. I don't think there's a lot of sales there right now. Like Italy, China. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's this is a this too will pass. I got 10 days in the uh, on the in the, in the office pool, yeah, <laughs> ten days. In the state of Maryland, Anoop Agarwal, the owner of Smoking Room Three Hundred One, was arrested this week in a murder for hire mm-hmm. of a rival cigar shop owner from Tinderbox in Waldorf. It is alleged who he happens so- to be a nice guy, by the way. <laughs> it is alleged he solicited an undercover agent, approximately four thousand dollars, to perform the hit. I'm talking about the guy that was going to get hit, not the hitter. <laughs> right. <laughs> And lastly, our friends at JRE Tobacco have announced the Aladino, the Aladino Cameroon. Do you know how he got caught, by the way? Dealing the drugs. Right. 
and then put the hit out on the guy to, with the cop oh. to end up doing it. Craziest thing. Yeah, he was allegedly selling uh, cigarettes without the tax stamp, using the money to sell cocaine, all alleged, and I'm sure it'll come out in court. We have to say alleged. <laughs> right. Uh, Innocent until proven guilty. Lastly, our friends at JRE Tobacco have announced the Aladino Cameroon is planned to arrive at retail tobacconists in April. The cigar, which we've all smoked here on the yeah. show, it's phenomenal, and it features a Cameroon wrapper grown in Honduras. Yes. And as was up in the cigar world. And looking at our calendar, wow, has things changed? I have to uh, mess with my calendar starting immediately. Uh, next week, our plan was George Rico from Gran Habano coming up for the first time, uh, seeing the stores and coming on the show. And uh, He could have basically had a private jet. No one's flying around right now. He could have just jumped on a plane and come up. Yeah, we had a little talk, and there's no need to, so we're going to zoom him in, right? Zoom, 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 zoom. We're going to zoom him in, and we'll have him on the show uh, next week, but he won't be here in front of us and not give us any of this coronavirus stuff. And uh, I hear the, the Robusto virus is next after the <laughs> coronavirus. I don't know. Um, the following week. You've been hanging out with Barry this week. The following week, we planned on uh, back from TAA, telling you everything that happened at TAA. Uh, here's what's happening at TAA. <laughs> They're not having TAA, so I got no show the next week after that either. Um, but the following week, April 4th, is the Cigar Authority's 10-year anniversary. Is Congratulations. It? Yeah, it's right here. Wow. And if you win the pool, it'll be over by then. Right. Um, so 10 years and uh, the following week is the Zeno exclusive. We have uh, the, the uh, Fernando and Mike from UR New York coming back. We got a lot of bad play from when they were on last time. Um, these guys are the, the street artists that come and do it, and they made a beautiful box of cigars that will be uh, huh. showing off that. Now, did you ever find any of their art to purchase? I know you were looking. I, everything that, that I want is sold. And I will buy something, but I'm waiting Maybe for the Maybe you right. have to commission something. They, they said that if you want to pick something, mm -hmm. you know, we'll, we'll make something special. But I'd like to just buy something off the rack, basically, <laughs> is something they did. Um, but we'll have them on, and we'll talk about it. Uh, I say we're going to have them on, but it's possible we don't because Mike moved to Puerto Rico. Uh. Uh, although that's part of the U.S. now, yes, right? Yes, it is. So maybe It, it's it has been for 60 years, but yeah. that's all right. I don't think 60 years. I don't think so. Maybe longer. No, it's not that long. <laughs> anyway, um, the calendar's a mess, and uh, we'll work on that this week and see where we go uh, from there. Uh, all right, I want to take apart the Perdomo Fresco now. So first thing you do with a cigar is you don't take the band off a cigar until after the cigar is warm and lit, because when you do take it off, you got a good chance of ruining the wrapper. Putting if a the cigar in. was in cellophane, they'll they'll typically glue the band to the wrapper. Yeah, using that pectin. This came off very easily. So here, you zoomed in on me. Good. Here's the uh, band of it. Now I'm going to show you something. What you don't, never should do with a cigar. When you cut a cigar, you know you only c cut a little bit of the cap above the shoulders uh, and above that uh, cap line that you see. But what we see that happens in the store often is people cut way too much of a cigar off. So there's too much of a cigar. When I do that, you'll notice uh, what happens when people come in and cut too much of a cigar. They say, oh, the cigar's unraveling on me. The only thing actually holding that cigar together was that 
cap. And when you cut too much of it, the cigar just unravels all by itself because the only thing holding that cigar together was that little bit of fruit pectin holding that. So here's the wrapper right here. Completely comes off undone, as simple as it does, because that was the only thing holding it together. So very interesting for you to see that. And the uh, only thing, the thing to note about the outside wrapper is there's a sheen on one side and the dullness to the other side. And they're always going to put this outside wrapper with the sheen on the outside. Aesthetics. Because of aesthetics. It's the only part of the leaf that doesn't matter what direction it goes. Now, Now, I see what's wrong with this outside wrapper right now. There's a little hole on the outside wrapper. Do you see that there? That hole that's there? You sure that didn't just fall out right there? Oh, maybe it did. it's brittle. Oh, all right. Maybe it did. Never mind. All right. So we tell you that every Perdomo draws like a straw. Everyone has a perfect draw every single time. And I'm going to tell you how how we know that. Not only we're in the factory and watch them draw test every single one of them, but after one of those cigars are draw tested, a mark is put on the cigar that you have never seen before because nobody takes the cigar apart. But if you see right here, that little black mark. Those that are watching on YouTube or Facebook, Facebook Live. The majority of people are listening to you, but just listen that there's a little black mark on here that they, they hit. And here's the black mark that was inside. After you're done with any Perdomo cigar, you're down to the end of it. Take it off. Take the wrapper off, and you're going to look, and you see that so you know what was draw tested. Every single one is draw tested. So now I'm going to remove the next layer of the cigar, and and they you're seeing me do it. I'm, it's just coming undone completely by itself. Here's the next layer of it. It's one whole leaf that's there, and this whole leaf is called a binder, and this binder is holding the fillers together, the blend of what it is. So this is the next step, the binder leaf that's on here and now we're moving on to the folded part of the tobacco folded leaves and these leaves are the fillers that make up the blend of it and because i got these fat thick arthritis hands it's some of it's breaking up a bit but that's my fault not theirs but by and large you'll notice that this is tobacco end to end or long filler so it's long filler and Smelling the tobacco, it's clean, it's pure, it's beautiful tobacco leaf, and it's folded. And you see these little cutouts that are, that are happening here on here. It looks, they call it a frog leg. Yep. That's where the stem was removed from. And the, just imagine the tobacco leaf from there. And now we have a blend of different tobaccos. These look like the same tobaccos here. This one's different. That's two tobacco blends. Now I'm getting into the inside of it. And it's a little coarser, thicker tobacco because we're at higher primings. They'll put the higher priming in the very center of it because it's going to burn the slowest for combustion. In his thicker, darker tobacco, you can't feel the thickness, but it's thick and yep. chewy uh, tobacco that's in there. And more of the blend here. This looks like it's the same here. So I would guess that this is a three-tobacco blend that's in here in the center pot, being the Lajero that's in there and a good amount of it. Plus so, the binder, plus the wrapper. So you get possibly five different tobaccos there. Yeah. This is, a, I believe, a Nicaraguan Puro. Uh, Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, Nicaraguan binder filler. Okay. Uh, so that's the makeup of what a Perdomo Fresco is. And if I was to pull a, a regular Perdomo apart or, or any other premium cigar apart, that's what you'd see. Um, 
the little pieces that we see here is me breaking it up with my hands, but this is no added short filler at all, no sprinkle of it, besides maybe when they break the end of it that they'll put the tips in there. Yeah, you uh, see a couple of tip spots. Yeah, yeah. So here's a, here's a tip right here. So um, this tip, which is a dark tip from the Lajero part of it, they probably put this in the five-inch. Yep. You know, building a flavor change. Yeah, that this this little tip that was ripped off is put there on purpose, and you'll see the the flavor bump as that's going on. So that's what a Perdomo fresco looks like. I've done the Perdomos a million times when we do cigar uh, tastings and stuff. Taking apart a Garofalo, for instance, that Perdomo makes. I've done it so many times. That's it. So you see that this is no different than a Garofalo, no different than a, a Perdomo. So uh, as far as Puerto Rico goes, yeah. in 1970, the U.S. Congress passed the Jones Act, which this is 1917, which granted Puerto Ricans born on or after April 25th, 1898, U.S. citizenship. So, so more than 60 years. Wow. And yeah, it's been a while. And the reason uh, for the 1898 mark uh, following the Spanish-American War, the United States acquired Puerto Rico under the terms of the Treaty of Paris. So we've had it since 1898. They became citizens in 1917. So I was wrong. It's way more than 60 way more. years. Wow. Wow. Jonathan huh. marked himself wrong. Admitted he was wrong. No, he was right. But he's, he's, he, he, that's his way of saying it. <laughs> Dave, was, even more. Dave was more wrong. More that's wrong. really what matters. Yeah. Dave was more wrong. Don't you get this? Uh, Come on, Barry. Try to keep up. Perdomo Fresco. You get it? This is an unbelievable value. Don't it's be very good. I wonder Don't. if this would pair well with a Fresca. And guys mm. that uh, that like a stronger cigar, they do have a sun-grown version. They've got a Maduro version. Do you remember Fresh Rolls by Perdomo? Do not. Okay, those came in wheels of 50. Perdomo Fresh, fresh Rolled. This is Perdomo Fresh Rolled. Mm. Later, turning into a brand called Fresco. Huh? Pretty good. How do you like that? I like it. So you learned something here that uh, as these things come to my mind, I didn't even have it written down. I just remember. So I think these bundles are worth anyone buying. You know, I, I'm going to buy one to keep in my humidor. So if you've got somebody coming over and you want to give them a cigar, this is a very good cigar. It's not strong. Wherever I just hit, and maybe I just hit one of those little spots where that yeah. little tip was, it just got stronger to a seven. From a six to a seven, it's getting even stronger. Not no, no. I'm up maybe to a four point five. It's spicy, even on my lips. It's so a lot you, of flavor. You think to it. that this went three points lower than an LFD Oro Tubo? Yes, <laughs> three points lower than that. Yeah, out of ten, you are yes. out of your mind. Thirty percent lower. It's not half as strong as the, nowhere near. No. Mm -hmm. We did that whole show so that we would have a benchmark, and Correct. you're just throwing the benchmark out the window. <laughs> no, now I'm at a, at a seven. I can't swap and let you try where I am right now. Thank you. I don't want to catch whatever you have. Because of coronavirus. Yeah. More importantly, at your age, you don't want to catch what I have. <laughs> yeah, you guys. And I have something. Great cigar, though, right? Very How good. How do you beat Very this good. for the money? Impossible. It's an unbelievable cigar. Buy them. 
You're going to love them. You're smoking it right now. How do you beat that for three-something, whatever, 356 this size? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. And you know I'm off Connecticut's, but even for Connecticut, you're not getting the dryness of that outside wrapper. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of moisture as far as my palate goes. Great cigar. You take the band off this, you get more for it. I do prefer, by the way, the uh, sun-grown version of this. It's a little more spice. That... It's all the way up to a five. <laughs> I'm spitting now. Based on our, based on our, our uh, list of top ten. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, like a great chef, uh, a great blender in a cigar factory, uh, manager doesn't waste much. What is a Cuban sandwich, and can I eat it? Yes. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. We're talking about bundles today, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, Every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General work. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. All aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at TwoGuysCigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's Cigar Journal. 
Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Sono Michael Cappellini dal Toscano Cigars. Stai ascoltando al Cigar Authority sul United Podcast Network. Benvenuti a tutti voi. Is Toscano a bundle cigar? Nope. No. Comes in a uh, cardboard box. We're back with hour number two. We're talking about bundle cigars. Are they really a good value or a marketing trick? Welcome back to the Sky Authority, everybody. Wrapping up the Perdomo Fresco. Uh, still burning after an hour. Yeah. Um, so it's not a fast-burning cigar. It's not an underfilled cigar. Correct. That, it, that it's filled, you know. That's always the thing about Perdomos that blow me away is they feel so firm, yet they draw so well. 
Mm. And I can't, I say it all the time. I can't guarantee that someone's going to like the taste of a Perdomo that's subjective, but I can guarantee that they're always going to burn well and they're always going to draw well. They do. They do. Um, so uh, let's get to the next cigar. These, both cigars today are part of the care package. You are correct, sir. All right. Today's second cigar is the classic Cuban, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by United Cigar. The size is a 6x60, and it features a Habano wrapper over Dominican binder and fillers. As Dave mentioned, it is part of the Cigar Authority care package, and a single cigar will set you back $3.19. While a bundle of 20 is just $49.99, making it $2.50 per cigar, which is a savings of about $14 or 21% off the bundle price on twoguyscigars.com. It's really off the single price, not off the bundle price. you got to switch that. Okay. If you're too far away from the brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. $2.50. Another... One that we sell a ton of these things. A six by 60 for $2.50. This is the, on the line, there's a Connecticut, there's a Cameroon, there's a Maduro, and there's one called Cuban. And the idea of this was more rich, full-bodied to something way back in the days when Cuban cigars were more full-bodied than they are today. Uh, this brand has been around for uh, almost 30 years um, of the classic. Let's give it a cut and light and see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. As you saw in the fresco, the lowest line of it. So you're talking on this cigar a little more than a dollar less than that. Um, six by 60. Is there a better value in the market than this cigar? You're making s'mores, by the way. Yeah. You're toasting up the marshmallow, but the little jerk before you got the last square of chocolate, but you're not giving up. You're going to make a s'more. You just don't have chocolate. So you toast the marshmallow, graham put graham. it on a graham cracker, and that's what you have it's here. It's graham crackers all day long. I got the graham cracker. Yeah, it's graham crackers. It's shaking his head, but he already lit up. <laughs> you don't know. Why, are you gonna say, why do you have to sell him out like that? I always taste it All pretty right. light. It's retroactive to when I was All doing right. it. You know, you know what was right. Uh, six by 60, $2.50. There's options here, folks. This is an all-tobacco product, but this is a little different than the Pernomo Fresco that we just smoked, and we'll get into that as we go. Let's yeah, light for starters, it's Dominican. We're going to light our cigar today with the Landshark Driftwood. The Landshark Driftwood features a hybrid ignition system, <laughs> single jet, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, and you have an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, and it does feature a Landshark bottle on the window so you can see how much fuel you have, all for the low price of 14 99 that is the Landshark Driftwood. You know what I'm getting off of the cold draw? We already did the no, cold draw, No, Barrett's. I'm getting something totally different right now. Now I'm getting a Drake's coffee cake. Really? Especially the crumble part on the top. Landshark. So you got some cinnamon, because mm -hmm. that's what's on the top of it. Big fan of the Drake's coffee cake, by the way. <laughs> Are you? Huge. Snack authority. Do, don't might. you find 
some dryness with it? Or? It is. I want a nice cool glass of milk with it. It's, mm -hmm. it's not a devil dog by any means. Oh, God, Which no. is, in case there's ever a flood or something, they could just use <laughs> them to... Instead of sandbags, yeah. just uh, devil dogs. <laughs> you know, I was in the market this morning. They had almost no food, but they had devil dogs. Which will last forever, you oh, got yeah. imagine, right? Yeah, I should have grabbed some of those. What okay. was left at the supermarket? I mean, I got, I snagged the last bag of frozen <coughs> corn. I mean, the shelves were empty, the freezers were empty. It was the apocalypse. This is the craziest but thing. But here's I ever saw. the strange thing: they had fresh baked bread. They they made the donuts. You know, all of that stuff was there. It was then all, I can live. All I can the survive. the non perishables had been cleared out. It's so crazy. They were down to like split pea soup because nobody eats that. Years from now, we were talking about this during the break. Years from now, this will be looked upon to another generation of when everybody wanted toilet paper. And it was the big yeah, toilet that's paper the crazy shortage. One. Yeah, toilet paper shortage of 2020. You can, you can use paper towels if you have to. You can use napkins. You can use any paper product. I'm a baby wipe fan, by the way. Paper towels don't break down, though, when you flush them. So you know, you might flush, you throw them in the barrel next to the trash. That's what it's there for. You ever been in Honduras and Nicaragua and they get the barrel next to the yeah. thing and they, they yeah. you, you don't flush them, you, you put them in the barrel. And mm. I'm like, gross, man. Never. I flush them anyway. Mm. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Thank it's you for admitting concern. that on the show. We're going to get mailbags about how you're not uh, yeah. geo friendly he, over there. He ruined Honduras. I got a Nicaraguan story, but it'll be it'll be like the coin story, and you guys will fucking beat on me, so I can't tell the story. But I got a good story for it. But we'll we'll save we'll that save for it. individuals that want to hear that story separately, because you guys will get. You all could do a whole after show on that one and <laughs> really tank the numbers. Yeah. Um, so then there becomes the leftovers, which is what we're talking about now. So a great chef. Uh, sets up his meals of what they're going to produce in the end. Let's say it's going to be roasted turkey yesterday. There could be chicken salad today and then chicken soup tomorrow. From the turkey? That's amazing. This is what one hell of a chef. Did I say turkey? Yeah, you said turkey. <laughs> All right, so roast chicken. <laughs> Premium cigars get the best of the choice of the tobacco leaves. That's what they're going to do. But nothing goes to waste. And the ingredients that they're doing for the, the premium is the perfect ingredients to go along with what they're trying to make it exact, right? Then there's the regular cigars that get the choice of the tobacco that's left over as the first choice of it. This is the perfect item to discuss with that because those that remember Cusano M1, the bundles oh, yeah. of it, this is what this is. So Cusano had M1, P1, different cigars for different th things. And when that was made, they made a private label for me. This is Davidoff. And they made the classic. And it was classic using Cameroon wrapper, using Connecticut. The blends are different within them. And I'm going to take it apart and show you exactly what happens here. But the idea was nothing goes to waste at that factory. And you're talking premium tobaccos and st stuff that are used. What are we going to do with these little pieces that are left over? You can bulk them up and sell them for a dollar a pound, which was, was what happened. Then Mike Cusano ends up saying, okay, let's take this and let's create something with them. Instead of selling for a dollar a pound, maybe we can get a dollar fifty for the cigar right. or something. In this case, we're talking two fifty now all these years later. But still... It, it's great tobacco, but it's going to be used in a different way. 
So that's the idea of it. Um, the, the, what some people would call the trash left over, but it's not trashed. It's good tobacco. It's just too small of pieces to go long filled in this case. You're going to notice as we smoke the cigar, it's going to burn faster because it's smaller pieces of tobacco. But for $2.50, what do you want? Smoke two. Yeah. Um, the, the question is that we just smoked a bundle cigar that cost a dollar, yeah, a dollar more. Um, how long that took? Let's, we're talking a 60 ring gauge here, though. You go to the smaller sizes of, of classic, you're down to two dollars. But, um, here's where we are. So they call it a Cuban sandwich, meaning short fill of tobacco and long fill of tobacco sandwiched together. Right, they're going to use a a, a full binder uh, to hold the tobacco together. What we're trying to do is not have little pieces coming out, like a cigarette would be for people that smoke non-filtered cigarettes, and all the pieces <coughs> come out. It should be pretty good that we shouldn't get yep. that. It's longer pieces that are there. Um, a Cuban sandwich is made of ham, roasted pork, Swiss cheese, pickles, mustard, and sometimes salami on Cuban bread. Is that I'm correct? A, never picking, seen it with salami. I'm picking some of that up right now, actually. I'm getting nope, uh, still graham cracker. I'm getting cinnamon. Yeah. Um, scraps with mixed with long is a Cuban sandwich and shot fillers. It becomes a shot filler cigar, which is not the degree of long filler tobacco. But in some cases, some of the larger size pieces of tobacco are actually shredded again to make it smaller and then put through a screening process where the little microscopic pieces, so little powder pieces and little teeny pieces fall down. They don't want any of that, but they want it to a certain degree. So there's different screening processes that happen. And I watched this closely to, to learn how this ended up working, that they want this to be there. And then still blended, blended with brand X, Scraps and brand Y scraps to equal this blend that's going to be used in here. Actually taking away, and they'll pick it out of it if they see any of it, wrapper. They don't want wrapper as filler. I don't know why, but there's no wrapper. Wrapper is removed from from, from that. Um, and what they do with that, I don't know. Um, maybe we could come up with an all-wrapper cigar. Maybe. We had an all-stem cigar with Jose maybe, Dominguez last year. Maybe we year. could get a rapper to put his name on it. Ah, mm, now yeah. you're talking. Now that's cool. Call up Chuchins. Should have said that out loud. Now everybody's <laughs> working on that, right? Maybe um, Tiger. So that's what, what ends up happening with a cigar like this. Um, so far, if I didn't, if I didn't tell you that this was a mixed filler cigar. Looking at it, because most people aren't going to dissect it. Can do you see that it that it's burning any differently than a, a little faster and a little uneven? Part of that could be just the ring gauge, but I did have to touch it up a little bit. But what would what would be the main indication is how quickly that ash falls off. Right. Yep. That's when you end up seeing that. But, Which for Barry will end up on the floor because he doesn't believe in holding the cigar over the ashtray or the table. No. Keeping Leo employed. When some people, a Toro Fuente has a brand. It's actually in a box, but it's a short fill of cigar, and it's a Toro Fuente Curly Heads. Curly Heads, yeah. There's Curly Heads and Curly Head Deluxes. 
Curly Heads don't have a band. Curly Head Deluxe has a band. It's the and same thing. It's a pretty crappy band. It's yeah. not really that deluxe. Right, but it has a band on it is, is the only difference there. And here, there you have a actually machine-made, machine-bunched, but all tobacco that's in it. And I've talked to customers before, and they don't even realize that it is a short filler cigar. It's just a cigar is a cigar is, is a cigar. And I say, what do you smoke? And they say a Toro Fuente, which a little misleading, but <laughs> it isn't a Toro Fuente. Should machine-bunched cigars be considered premium cigars? Well, and that goes back to the Lieberman Press. Everything used to be hand-bunched really by hand. Have you seen the cloth? Yeah, it's like a big piece of uh, rawhide. That and they a trough. And they, yeah, so they put the binder leaf in there, and then they put the scraps of tobacco in here, and they push. And even long-filled cigars, they do it with premiums and put it there, and it rolls it at a certain pressure so it's, it's the same. Exactly. Now you've incorporated a machine. There's not an electric thing to it. It's, by, it's done by hand to push in the thing, but it is a machine. So it's machine-bunched. How, if that's the way you look at it, they and, and most places are doing it that way now. How would someone know that that's what it is? You can't. We know by going into the factory, but do you consider that a machine made cigar at that point? It's a machine that did it. An awful lot of skill goes into the placement of the ingredients of a cigar to make sure that it burns properly, and you need to have some skill in using the machine. You or I couldn't just sit down there and turn of course, out of course, a cigar. But, Stems used to be removed by grabbing the stem and twisting it around your hand and pulling it. Now they have stem removers that do it into a machine that pulls the stem out of it. Have we gone into some machine-made making process to handmade cigars to begin with? And what makes it, 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 to, it used to have on some boxes of cigars total, totally handmade, written in Spanish. However, Todos los hermanos. It's not true. <clears throat> Even in Cuba... There was the machine pulling the vein out. So it's it's not totally handmade. There's a machine element to it. Actually, even to the farming degree, there's a machine sure. process that ends up happening as, as we evolve. I don't think there's a lot of things that are totally handmade anymore. So machine bunching, you're okay with it? Mm. All right. This is, it's the same tobacco. It took an hour to answer the question. No, I just yes want no everybody question. to understand it. Um I think at this stage of the cigar, no, if blindly, you would not know that we have a mixed filler here yet. You, you, it's not blind. You know it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would suspect that there was something going on only because it's not as firm as right. little flakiness on the ash. A, a lot of uh, long filler cigars. One thing I want you to notice also is we're holding a six by sixty. It feels lighter. Yes. Correct. That's the other indication. That's an indication to, for you to understand that you feel a cigar, and when we're testing cigars that somebody brings into us and stuff, the first thing we do is hold the cigar. What are we doing? We're holding it. We're squeezing it a little. They, they're telling us one thing. You know, I'm, I take a cigar apart. When somebody's selling me a cigar, I need two of them. I need one to smoke, and then one I'm going to dissect and take apart because I'm thinking the worst. You know, He does it right in front of him, Ed so Yeah. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Wait till they leave. I'm going to hopefully they leave with an order. 
<laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, all right. With that, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigar. No. Where am I? No. No. It's the matchup of the week. <laughs> Brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars. Um, geez, I'm, I'm lost now. Who would win this hypothetical battle? Between good and evil? Yeah. So I messed up bad, but okay. I got this. <laughs> I'm going to go with um, Trump and Pence versus Biden and Michelle Obama in the presidential election today. Oh, I thought we were going to do a physical no. fight. No. A presidential election that was today. clear who would win a physical fight. Yeah. Pence and Biden. I mean, Pence and Trump versus Michelle Obama and Biden. I, I was heard people talking about that this mm. week. That's a, that's a tough one. Yeah. What if that ended up happening? I mean, basically, you're voting for Michelle Obama at that point. I mean, Biden seems to be losing his wits. That, that ticket has, has an awful lot to offer <laughs> to a voter who is concerned about things other than issues. Well, it's the woman vote. It's the black vote. And then it's the never Trump vote. Um, That's a tough one. That could be an interesting uh, play. People are talking. I say no way that that'll even happen. But I got I got something to think about. I got to say, I think it becomes Michelle Obama and uh, and Biden. If there was going to be a, a hail good mary matchup, pass, right? yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if there was going to be a hail mary pass, I think that's the one. Barry. Yeah, I think they would. And if it was today, be close. But I think it would. I think that might be enough to tip the scales of justice. If it was today, I don't know if people would want change with what's going on. They, they they wouldn't want to transition in the Typically, middle of a... in war and stuff like that, usually the sitting president has got it made at and that point. it's and kind it, of a war on yeah. the virus. Yeah. So today, I would still say Trump-Pence. But it would be a lot closer than if it was Biden and somebody else. You say Trump-Pence? Yes. Just because of what's going on, you, would want, you wouldn't want to transition. You would want... The fight to be studio audience is stone cold silent right now. They do not want to weigh in. <laughs> they don't want their voice on the microphone. And we never, we never go to the politics, but I heard a lot of people talk and stuff. Uh, the Scott stores have been pretty crowded lately. I think. Yes, they have. Yeah. What do you got? I'm, I'm not going, saying who would you vote for. No, who would I'm, win? I'm going uh, Biden, Obama, and even in a physical fight or an election. Yeah, in a physical fight, they would crush it, but. <laughs> Michelle Obama. Yeah. Oh, you know. She's athletic. <laughs> She's athletic. <laughs> She's tough. Ah, God. Got to be me, right? Got to be. It would, it would change things, right? It, it would. It would be very, very close. Yeah. All right. Let's just stay with that. <laughs> Chicken shit. Make me go first. And you no, don't have I, to say it. I think that would be the Hail Mary pass that they need. If they if they think they got any shot, that's their only shot. I think I can't think of anybody else as the running mate that would would actually do it for them. Going back to cigars, I would uh, if I were blind tasted on this or looking at it as a buyer, it's holding an ash for a lot longer than a short filled cigar. I would start to believe that this is a slightly underfilled long filled cigar based on what I'm seeing performance wise. 
I haven't. T- did I take the ash off this? No. We all got it still? No, I took my ash oh, yeah. off because Jonathan made me nervous about dropping it on the floor. All right. Just hold it over the ash tray. Yeah, so the ash is a little flaky. Uh, but then again, a 60 ring gauge. Yeah, it's a little, little soft. That you yeah. can tell it's a mixed fill. As we're smoking the cigar down, yeah. it gets warmer and warmer. It's getting softer and softer, right? You'll see that when it gets really down towards the end. You're going to see that in, in, in mixed fill cigars. That's what's going to happen. All right. That being said, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to take the classic Cuban apart and see what's inside. Uh, there's no ham and cheese inside, but small pieces of tobacco. How fast do they burn? How long is the cigar going to take take the burn? Is it really a bargain? We're going to dig into that more. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice it's sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding. The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Andullo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar & Company. 
Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by Cigar Master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. This is Christian Eiroa from CLE, Asylum, and Eiroa. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back. We're smoking bundle cigars today. Right now, it's the classic Cuban Gordo. This is the 6x60. That's Christian Aroa. Um, if you listen to the Ashles podcast, catch them this week. Um, they'll have Christian Aroa on live. They actually taped the show already. He was in town. Uh, so they took the advantage of having him here, and they did a great show. And that'll be on on Tuesday Tuesday at 4. Tuesday at 4 or any time after Tuesday at 4. Go to the ashholes.net. What's Christian Aroa's problem with you, Ed Sullivan? I noticed partway through the show uh, he moved away from you. I don't know. You don't know why? No. Well, I mean, I have my hand on his knee. Oh, all right. Maybe it was that. (laughs) Yeah, it could have been. Coronavirus, (laughs) something. Stay away from older people. That old guy, yeah. Older people or whatever. Uh, He's still traveling. Uh, most most are still traveling U.S. wise anyway, but um, smoking the classic Cuban. Now, before you take that apart, yeah, uh, someone in our studio audience, I'm not going to mention Pam's name, came no. up with a great flavor profile for this. Mm. You take a Hostess cupcake, a chocolate one. You peel the frosting off the top. Done it. You lick the cupcake where the sort of the grease from the. The topping has sunk into the cake. You frosting. lick that. Frosting. And then 
just drink some orange juice. And that's the flavor profile that she's picking up. It's very good. I got the chocolate. I don't know about the orange juice. <laughs> and drink a glass of orange juice. All right, I'm going to take the band off this. Orange the, is not a bad pairing with chocolate, though. It's good. Being very careful and do what I'm not supposed to do once again is cut the cigar too much, which is what people do. Stop doing that. And as you see, this is every cigar, how they work, folks. It doesn't matter what it is. The wrapper comes right off it. Don't do that. Don't do that. And now we're at the binder. And the binder's going to come off just as easy. It's the only thing holding it. This is the way to do it now. When we do our cigar things, I'm always picking at it to do it. Just cut the top off too much. You've been saying that you're going to do that every week for two years. <laughs> All right. So here's the binder leaf that's on it. You see it's a long fill. Now I'm going to the next one. Which and almost I, looks like a second binder. And I got another one here. It's a thinner. The first one's a thick binder. Next one's a thinner one. Now I'm going to the third. It looks like all long fill here. Oh, it's folded here. Again, I can't do it good. Shit. Okay. <laughs> keep rolling, keep rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. You can start to see the pieces flake yeah, off. Yeah, now you can see the uh, short fill. Part of it's me. More binder, more. Now I'm in filler, filler tobaccos. Ah. Okay. Now, here's more long filler. I don't know what you're seeing here. And now I got this. I'm going to break this up. And it's all short filled in the middle. Now, th they must be using thicker short fill in the middle they so are. that they it screen. is acting like Lajero. They screen it, and you see all different color tobaccos that are in there. So that's the blend of what they're making here, almost like a sauce of what it is. It's not just any tobacco that's done because you're going to smoke a classic Cuban. And you want it to taste the same. Always the same. Time. Yeah. <clears throat> so here it is here. Short fill pieces, no wrapper. Yeah, and there's big chunks, and there's no little powdery, little teeny little chunks, but it goes through a screen. They put the screening process down, and they put it. So there you go. That's what a classic Cuban looks like inside. This has been great for the people that listen on audio. I know. Yeah, a lot I know. of dead air there. So if you want to do it, you listen on audio, go to YouTube, and you'll see the bundle right. episode. They probably have computers and phones and stuff. Yeah, yeah you can do it. So that's what it looks like there taken apart i guess we got to do this <laughs> he's because, been talking it up well that's when week. i when i hate to hear it when i hate that he's all excited about it means it's probably very vulgar yeah. so, very over the top so uh take the the children out of the car uh um, lock up the women and children yeah and and no need of this but uh it's rudy time if your kid's in the room ask him to leave it's time to take a You've peek into warned. the asylum from our friends and former advertisers <laughs> from Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane... 8 inch by 80. 
Asylum cigars. I saw one word, <laughs> and I know this is going to be a shit show. Can, can you say a different word on the, other than that? No, no, that's the only word he can use. It started in 2002 by radio DJ Tom Birdsey at WFNNX in Boston, Massachusetts, and it's quickly become my favorite holiday. Oh, God. Yes, I'm talking about buffing the helmet, choking the chick, engulfing the enchilada, and getting a spit polish. It's March 14th, and it's Steak and BJ Day. Honey, get the steaks ready. I'll be home with a dose of Dr. Barry's Magic Throat Lotion in a oh little while. God. But don't worry. I'll reciprocate on April 14th for Cake and Cuddlingus Day. And that's not only insane. It's asylum. It's See, not a thing. It actually is a thing. It day. Today is pie day. Well, no. Only for Three, one, four. Only for old people. That's... Uh Cream pie day, really. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Jonathan getting in on this. I couldn't resist. I mean, you said pie day. It is pie day. Yeah, yes, I mean, it you is. You could have a versus, right? Do you want a pie or do you want the steak and blowjob? Uh, if anyone picks the pie, there's something wrong with them. <laughs> <laughs> he can't even talk. Following message was submitted through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com. And uh, Mike writes, Whose side is Dave on? Mm -hmm. I just finished, finished listening to this week's after show, and the question came up Whose side is Dave on? Dave, your first commitment is to yourself as a businessman. After, after that, it would be for your customers. Ah, this I know what this is about. Where would we be without them? This begs the question Does the PCA serve your best interests and your customers? That tells you whose side you are on. By the way, enjoyed your two brief conversation at the TPE. That's uh, Mike Siegel from Cigar Monkey. Ah. Whose side am I on? I'm on the side of the retailer, of course, right? And the, and the consumer. That's what it's all about. Uh, this this problem may be moot now that uh, maybe the, the PCA doesn't even happen. It's a little far away for that plug to be pulled when when is it july, july early july it's a ways away late june early july typically i, I don't think you're gonna get off the hook that easily no. no i have not made a final decision you said two weeks that was last week so, so you got one i got, got one more week you leaning in one direction i'm not leaning in any direction i have not made a decision up at all um interesting that taa goes away so all the more we need to know what's going on in the cigar world. Part of this is people are going to learn now, traveling people and stuff are now having virtual meetings and all this stuff. I think this is going to be a game changer that people are going to say, wow, that meeting actually was pretty good. Do we, can we have a virtual trade show? Do we need to, to everybody to go to Las Vegas and get a hotel room and walk around and go see this. Well, could this thing happen that every company has 15 minutes and an eight-hour thing goes on during the day and you get to see everybody's thing and it virtually happens. Boom, it's their turn next time. Now the next guy's turn. If I'm Padron, why would I want to wait for my 15 minutes? Why wouldn't I just go and do my own special and show the new thing to retailers and say because you got to go around to four thousand retailers it's go it's on to padrone.com at four o'clock eastern time and on such and such a and day the consumer can get on there well you make a password protected yeah and that's only the that retailers get the passwords all right well you're going to see these things these things are going to start happening 
Well, because, at that point, the PCA the, goes away. Maybe the days of these trade shows are a thing of the past because why do people have to go anywhere anymore? I think you're, sure. we're probably 10 years away from that because yeah. there's still people your age. Or that manufacturers could look at virtual cigar events, right? Instead of them traveling the whole country, doing the same event, get everybody online. The folks want a thousand people smoking the classic cigar. They're in the care package, and there's a thousand people. You know what? This would take a, a manufacturer to go and have the cigar tasted by a thousand different consumers right now to see if they want to end up buying a bundle of these. It just happened just like this, and they did it on a podcast, and they're not even here, and, and that's <laughs> as easy as it yeah. is. So times are changing. I'm an old guy, but I can see it. Is, is there a need to, for these things to happen? There is an awful lot of networking that happens at a trade show that you wouldn't get virtually. You can go on Facebook and yell at everybody and, <laughs> and, and call them names and stuff there, right? Yeah, you don't have to do it in person. Right. And then, I you know, not. all these keyboard bullies can, can do it because typically they don't do it in person. Right. They say they're going to do it in person, then you show up and then they don't say anything. So uh, that's that. Okay, time for the Don Raphael offer of the day. It's brought to you by Don Rafael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? Today it's $5,000. I'm interested. Wipe your hands and face with the coronavirus. Yeah. This piece of paper is the coronavirus. Somebody <laughs> just spread it on here. It's definitely on there. And then you wipe it on your hands and then wipe it on your face. And you get five, five grand. grand. I'm in. Because companies are paying right now to give you the coronavirus so they can test you. Yeah, it was almost five grand, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like forty five hundred. Yeah. So I just rounded it up to five grand to see because you forty five hundred, you can get it right now. You can go do it. Sign me up. You got a chance of being sick after. You could die, but you're young enough and strong immune system. You probably won't, but you'll get sick and you'll miss some the only days times, of work and stuff. The only times I get sick are when I let myself get run down, and it all is based on lack of sleep. I've been sleeping good, which is I your got, immune system. I got no off. problems there, so I think I'm fine. Barry, I'm out because I'm not in the best of shape. So I think I'm at a higher risk than Jonathan. Yeah. So I won't roll the dice. I'm out. Five grand? No, pass. Well, you're going to die from it anyways. You may as well get paid for it. Oh, now that's a good point. Make up, make, make, <laughs> some, make, some, make up some of that stock money you lost. Oh, I think it's going to take more than Rebounded yesterday grand. quite a bit. Oh, yeah. It was great. I wouldn't do it, but I'm not going to put myself through being sick for anything. I don't think I get sick. By the way, I've been Wait washing my hands and face for years before it was the end thing to do. Soap and water. Yeah. You, you don't need It's to, just kind of the civilized thing yeah. to do. Yeah. Did you see the somebody asked uh, Donald Trump, there's no hand sanitizer. I can't get it. What are you guys going to do? They're talking to the Walmart people and everything on the thing. What's going to happen? And the, he brings the doctor on and the doctor says, wash your hands with soap and water. You don't need Purell. Mm -hmm. You don't need... This other stuff. Soap works. Yeah. Hot I mean, water. You could just pour soap. rubbing alcohol in your hands, too. Yeah. Although, what I've been following very closely on Facebook is our friend, Mr. Jonathan Carney. Yes. And his reviews of the airport soap dispensers. I've been watching that myself. It's fascinating. Yes. I, I think it's a great public it, service. It is. It is. 
Um, okay, the after show um, is a podcast we do every Wednesday. We do it after the show. Last week, uh, pretty interesting. Lots of uh, hate mail. Yeah, a lot of hate mail. And this week's show, we're going to do the hate mail of last week's <laughs> there show. There was enough for a whole after we, show. We got a whole after show because people hate hating on me. That's a fair. That's a fair yeah. assessment. <laughs> hating yeah. on me. So uh, a lot of people had a problem with uh, the show. So gonna... I, I was disappointed I missed that episode. But you listened to it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. You weren't disappointed, <laughs> jerk. <laughs> Following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Pete writes, I'm assuming a lot of Care Package members end up doing the same thing I find myself doing pretty often. I grab something from my Cigar Authority Care Package stash, search for Barry's <coughs> review on the site, look up the day of the review, open up the Cigar Authority channel on YouTube, and scroll through a ton of videos to get to the episode that featured the cigar I picked. When the show title doesn't include the name of the cigar, it can be tough to find. A link to the matching show in the cigar, the cigar's review would be amazing. Mm-hmm. I know the Care Package cigars are smoked during the following month, but a few of them slip through the cracks here and there, and I'm sure the same thing happens to a lot of other members. Just a thought. Love the show. Keep it going. Easy enough. I will do that moving forward. Um, yeah. I will add the Easy I enough, will, right? I will add the show. Yep. All right. Done. Good. What I would recommend is watch every show, but just the ones that have the Care Package cigar on it. But because yeah, I think Barry, you might be able to get the link once you schedule the show, so you could do it all at once. Yes, no problem. Done. Whoa! Asking you shall receive. Nice job, Pete. That's nice, Pete. Good. All right, let's get to the classic day in classic history. Brought to you by the cigar we're smoking, classic cigars. It's time for this day in classic history. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. Okay. This might be the first time we actually had a Classic cigar. Smoked a Classic classic cigar in the Classic 3-Way, absolutely. Today is March 14th, 314. It's Pi Day. Uh... Our champion is. I don't count, so I don't. Who won last week? Didn't well, I win? He gave his answers. Hey, did yeah, he, he lost. He, okay, then it was John. I gave your answers. Oh, yeah, we did it. Yeah, I wrote it down. Um, so I Mr. nailed one of them. Though. You did. Mr. Jonathan is our champion. He goes first. Born today, a Jewish-born German, later neutral, naturalized as a U.S. citizen. Albert Einstein became the most influential. Influential. Physicist in the 20, 20th century. Born today, what year? 1750. 1750. No, the 20th century, 1899. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't want to say it and give it away. 1899. I had, I had 1874. 1874 for the point. 1879. It was a hint there, Mr. Jonathan. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Ed Sullivan gets the point, and it's over to Barry. Eli Whitney patented the, the cotton gin machine, revolutionizing the cotton industry in the southern United States today. What year? 1828. 1828. Was that a thing in school? You remember Eli Whitney? Yeah, Cotton? It was a big thing. Yeah. 1828. Go ahead. 1852. 1852. 1800. 1800. It was 1794, and I actually knew the answer. No way. From when I, like, third grade. Wow. It was amazing. But you guys are all over. No Ed is winning one to nothing. I have one more question and one tiebreaker. The world's oldest golf club, Murrayfield in Scotland. Did I say that right? I don't know. Probably not. M-U-I-R-F-I-E-L-D. Voted to admit women as members for the first time in 273 years today. What year? Did they allow a woman to golf there? Uh, 1984. 1993. Uh, two points you're going to need to end up winning this. Um, and it goes over to Mr. Jonathan. U.S. currency goes to the gold standard after Congress passed the Currency Act. U.S. currency goes to the gold standard. 1801. 1801. 1901. 19... You were in high school, Ed. You should know this. 1927. 1927. Believe it or not, Mr. Jonathan is going to take the point <laughs> in a three-way tie. Oh. It was 1900. You said uh, 1901. Oh. But you went over. So disappointing. Mr. Jonathan was 99 years away, but yet still... Retains, three, the, championship retains the championship for the second week in a row. And it's not even December. Usually pulls this shit off in December. Yeah, but he did. He studied because we're smoking the classic for the classic. Classic. Three I got every single answer wrong except for the last one. I didn't say you studied well or you're <laughs> smart. <laughs> so yes, it is a little flaky. Uh, although, what do we got? It's another hour and a half smoke here. Yeah, I mean, you could you could certainly get a full hour out of it. We lit it about ten minutes in, but. Could certainly get a full hour out of it. It's not. It's not as going to smoke as long as the Perdomo. I don't think. All right. There's, yeah, a, some, there's got, a lot of flavor to this cigar, but it's, the Fresco was a little bit more balanced. But I think there's more flavor on the Classic. It's just not as refined as the Perdomo. Ever since Pam said the orange juice, I cannot <laughs> not have the orange juice. No, I'm getting spicy Golden Grams right now. So the citrus notes. The graham cracker was there at the before I lit um, it. I'm still there gone. with the graham cracker. A lot of sweetness. Yeah, I got a lot of synonym, some molasses. Synonym. Still on that, huh? Yeah. All right. What do you got? Some mailbags. We got 
can bang a couple of those in. Not to do with last week's show. Well, you want to warm up a little with last week's show. I got a lot for the after show, but. But you can start with that if you want. Uh, no, he, he got to uh, read that he, book. He's got a novel here. Okay. I'll, I'll truncate it. Uh, Robert writes uh, as a direct email to me. Hello again from Beijing, China. As I sit here in seclusion on my balcony, smoking a Dos Ombre Honduran, listening to this week's sh- prediction show, I have a bit of a bone to pick with Mr. Dave. Prediction show? So was this a long time this ago? This is before? Uh, March 1st, it was written. Hmm. Uh, whom I'd had the pleasure of meeting before as I travel to New Hampshire every year. I've lived here in China around 25 years now, and without failure, the question I get asked the most is, what's it like living in a communist country? To which I shake my head and ask a question in return. Tell me what a communist country is, and I will tell you whether or not I live in one. So as you look down sheepishly for an answer trying to... The dictator takes charge and tells you what to do? As you look down sheepishly for an answer to my question, I will try to answer it for you. Does a communist country have an opioid epidemic? Does a communist country have mass shootings? School kids who are scared to go to school because they could be bullied or worse, shot? Do they have to be 21 years old to buy a damn cigar? Do they have homeless populations so large they become their own little city? No, it's just do you have a dictator that controls <laughs> these things that moot answers, but okay. Uh, I will say this. During my time of crisis and self-monitored quarantine, there is no looting. There is no violence. The grocery stores are fully stocked. Or you'll be killed. And normally, <laughs> a normally pushy society has adjusted remarkably to the situation. We have the internet and news. Not that I would ever consider Fox or CNN or any of the news outlets as real news tellers anymore. So with a bit of a wink and a bit of a warning, as the virus spreads to other parts of the world, how do you think things would go down in America if you tried to lock down a city the size of Boston? I think we're going to see it. I think we're going to see it this week, right? Didn't we hear a little yeah, intel? We heard, yeah, a little bit in the next two weeks, New York City and Boston possibly. Yeah. So we'll when, when you see a Chinese person and want to blame them for the virus or jump to the side so they don't, I don't judge think anybody's you, blaming a Chinese person. People for the aren't virus. going to Chinese food restaurants. That's a fact. I went last night. Yeah, except we went, Ed Sullivan. We went Sunday. So uh, even though they're probably an Asian American who's never stepped foot in China, take a second to think about how you would feel if a non-American looked at you and wanted to blame you for gun violence, drug wars, a reality TV president, student debt problems, homelessness, and whatever wow. else they could come up with. Don't put the linen in your mouth. Regards from Communist China. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he's projecting a lot onto us. Yeah, I mean, his media is controlled by the government. So yeah. I mean, this as, as Cuba is, as. Uh, I mean, the Chinese North media Korea. TV said the yeah. U.S. created the virus. If you so. like it, good. I don't know. If you don't like it, I would say leave, but you're not allowed to. I think the summary so. on that was have a nice day, you racist fools. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Dave, I had an idea on the toilet paper situation. Yes. If I can't get toilet paper, can't I just get a Japanese toilet? You can. That's probably the way to the go. The Toto right? toilet, I have six of them. So you don't care about doesn't the matter. toilet paper. It doesn't matter. And it, by the way, it cleans much, much better. It's, it's like a car wash for your ass, yes. right? When yes. I run out of toilet paper, I'm going to be deucing at Dave's house. I'm just telling you that right now. Everybody is going to storm your compound to use the toilets. I'll walk over. I'll have I, a I see mac people selling the bidets now and, and, and the, the seats that have the thing on it. They're going to end up booming. This yep. is gonna. This is bad for a lot of things, but it's good for a lot of things too. Right. 
Zoom, the company, their stock is way up. And how about all the preppers and stuff? Oh, yeah. Right? They're, they're saying, I told you <laughs> this was coming, right? <laughs> the prepper people and all that. This is the craziest thing. Uh, and as I say, I have uh, 10 days in the pool that this is going to be washed over by in 10 days from now. So next week, we'll do we'll it. And then, we'll never, and then we'll never talk about it again, probably. Perfect. That is what I'm going. I'm Until hoping. the next pandemic. And there's, and there's always things that end up happening. But you want to shut down a, uh, a country, you, saw, you see it happening here. Um, Disneyland, closed. Mm. Schools are closed. Um, colleges, the whole, it's the craziest. The problem is they're closing the schools and everybody's going grocery shopping. So anybody who has it is bringing it right into where everybody else is going to be. The place to go to is your local brick-and-mortar cigar shop that allows smoking in it. And why do I say that? And we had Dr. Mark Marcosi in there. The smoke, secondhand smoke, that is the big problem, this was the cure last time. Tobacco was the cure last time, and it may be the cure again. And they're looking into West it right Nile now. West virus, I believe, is where they found So cure. what happens with smoke is it kills bacteria in the air, and it cleanses the room. This is a clean room. People are going to email in and argue viruses, but it does that as well. It purifies the air. There's a reason why tobacco was used as medicine, and the medicine man, in quotes, would go into the tent that was infected and burn tobacco to purify it. And for however they discovered that that happened, people who would go into that tent and get sick no longer got sick because all the bad spirits were out, the viruses, the bacteria. They're killed by the it's all. It's all been purified. By the way, Mickey Pegg says our next show should be Deucing at Dave's. There we go. <laughs> I'll do a podcast from his bathroom. His, cig- his cigar, by the way, Solamente, which we featured on the after show a couple weeks ago, was now available on twoguyscigars.com and all two guys smoke shops. Amen. Uh, do you see them going in with the smoke machines inside the air- airplanes? Yeah. The people leave the airplane, and they got smoke machines. You can't smoke in the plane, but we're going to add smoke before you get in the plane, and that's okay. And not, I was never a big fan of smoking in the airplanes anyway because you can't get away from it. And that, there is no non-smoking section no. When, when it was allowed, but they're adding, actually adding the smoke to it. Don't be scared of smoke. It's good for you. It's good for you. That's it. That's it for us. Grand Habano's been around since 1998, and... Um, one of the first big ring gauge cigars that were out there. It's a father and son team, Guillermo and George Rico. We're going to have him on the show via Skype or Zoom uh, this week. He can't come doing the traveling thing, so we're going to have him on there. He'll be safe and sound away from us. But we've got plenty of smoking in here, so come and join us when you want. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And uh, if you've learned nothing in the last two hours, always remember, smoking kills viruses keep the lid end out of your mouth the views and opinions expressed by the hosts guests or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the studio 21 podcast cafe the united podcast network its partners or affiliates